Hi, welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike. This is our first time recording video together while we podcast. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 2, being recorded on April 20th, 2020. That's an awful lot of twos in the podcast. But anyway, Mike, how you doing, buddy? Doing good. How are you, man? Right, best day ever, Mike. So glad best to be day. here. Get this, get stretching. Uh, oh, yeah. Get oh those get that podcast workout in right. Uh, gotta yeah. do arm rotations. Yeah, I'll we used to, do that. in high school baseball. We used to do the eye stretches where you go like this. Yeah. You gotta and then you go to the left. All right. And down. So you gotta get them all, man. You got to get them in. So we're uh, we're trying two beers from the same brewery again. Yeah, from a single brewery, not the same brewery, the single brewery. So the brewery we're going to highlight for this uh, episode is Blue Point Brewing, which I know you visited. Um, but the first one, or not? Sorry, the, the two beers are going to be the the IPA, unlike any other. And then the second one is going to be the Toasted Lager, which, my friend, is their flagship beer. That is absolutely correct. Um, and where's Blue Point uh, again? Oh goodness! Um, Tell us about the brewery, man. It's, this is this is your baby, and you're gonna you're gonna raise it like a boss. I will raise it like a boss, and uh, it's in a town called Patchogue, and I think I'm saying that right. I, when I first got to Long Island, I was I was calling it Patchogue, and I was chastised for that. I believe the correct enunciation is Patchogue. Uh, so it's about halfway out on Long Island. So it's not super close to New York City, but at the end of the day, it's Long Island. It's long, but it's not like 800 miles long. Yeah, uh, It was a spot that was opened. Uh, oh, gosh, what year did it even open? Now I don't remember that. I thought I knew some history about this spot. Um, 1998 is when it was opened uh, with two friends that noticed there was a lack of fresh beer on Long Island and wanted to lower their bar tabs. So they opened a brewery. Right. So great way to do that. Um, they were wildly successful. Um, in 2014, Blue Point uh, partnered with Anheuser Busch, uh, joining in a family of craft brands in uh, you know the highest business units. Uh, so they did really well for themselves. They were bought out by one of the big guys, but still so they were bought the out by ABM. Yes, yes, they were. Okay. So it's right, a right. massive, massive facility, and uh, I didn't get to spend as much time there as I wanted to, Mike. Um, it was. Yeah. The day I got to go to Patchog to visit the brewery, um, I had a uh, actually I was there right before all this COVID nineteen stuff broke out. Um, I was contacted while I was there. Um, my managers for my day job were like, "When do you fly home?" And I said, "Tomorrow night." And they're like, "No, no, whatever it costs, book a flight, leave first thing in the morning. We need you out of New York." And um, that was the day before our current POTUS, you know, put us in a national state of emergency. Um, so we didn't know exactly how bad it was going to be. So I got, I was at the brewery less than an hour. Um, when I got the call, I was like, man, this sucks. I really have been waiting forever to come in here. Um, so I, I bought a couple of six packs and left. So 
um, where I got to visit, I, I didn't get to stay as long as I wanted to to really take a tour or get a feel for what was there. Um, all I know is the staff were incredible. I was very impressed with what I saw. And um, I would add it to my bucket list of places to visit uh, yeah. if you're going to visit a brewery. And uh, I, I feel, I don't want to say shortchanged, but I didn't get the full experience that I wanted. So it's absolutely one I would like to visit again. Sure. So it sounds like you got got out just in time. I mean, in, yes. in I feel sorry for the folks in New York. They're going through a lot right now. But you got out before some of the heavy stuff hit. I did. So New York was a, it was the dynamic there had changed very much. And mind you, this was a Thursday night and I flew in Monday morning, um, you know, there for business. And, uh, just every day, uh, the attitude degraded more and more things were coming up. Um, when I was out there that week, that's when they declared new Rochelle, um, a disaster area. They just had a huge spike in uh, confirmed COVID cases. And so that was a lot to go on in just a few days. So yeah, no doubt. Very, very glad to get out when I did. Um, just well, it is what it is. So I didn't catch COVID. Very, very thankful for that. Um, but it was very sobering, if you will, to see a lot of empty trains, uh, to see the streets of New York start to clear out. That's That never happens. So very, very sobering. Well, can I shift gears a little bit? Yes. We need positive notes, Mike. Let's talk about these beers. Oh. I'm with you, buddy. So we got the Blue Point Toasted Lager. And uh, one thing, but we always talked about the, the can art, Mike, on the podcast. And our folks listening will still be able to get that. But here, we get to show it off. So how about that? I really like this. It's like, I feel like I'm Vanna White here. It's like, ooh, this is nice. Yes. So a very different dynamic for us. Oh, that sound. So what's your first impressions, Mike? You got your first drinking already. Well, uh, so I'm going to be honest. Um, it kind of drinks like a Oktoberfest beer. It has a, a, like a Vienna lager, Oktoberfest maltiness to it. It does have a bit of maltiness. It hits you up front. It's got a bite on the back end. It's not overbearing, but it's got just enough to let you know it's there. I, I like that. Mm. So it's very crisp, very clean. And uh, wow, that aftertaste, man. Normally I'm not a huge aftertaste fan, but it just lingers just enough. And it's, I kind of like, I like it a lot, actually. Wow. This is a really, this is a good beer. And I'll be honest, mm. I'm a brewery is owned by AB InBev. I almost feel guilty liking the beer. Oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, I, do, I do, man. So, you know, and man, I don't know. I, I just prefer the local craft beers that are independently owned, all that stuff. Right. But right, what right. I was going to say is this is really good. And, and if I remember right, this won a gold medal at some brewing competition. I don't know if it was the World Beer Cup or the Great American Beer Fit, whatever it was. It won a gold medal and now I see why. It's it's good. It's yeah. Um and you're right, it is a uh World Beer Cup gold medal winning flagship beer. And um I'm looking at our notes here Mike and I don't see what year it won that award. 
But no, I'm usually not a huge fan of a lagered beers. That's not just a, a style I typically go for. But this one, I could easily come back to. I'm, I think the extra whatever they do to it, and everyone knows you're you're the guy that's that's in the beer industry, and I'm just a dude that drinks a lot of beer, or a lot of local beer. Not to make myself sound like an alcoholic, but I travel out for work, and I, I try local beers everywhere I go. Um, where this isn't normally my jam, uh, this isn't one I would I would absolutely drink again. I can see why it's uh, an award winning beer. This is a lager I like. So something that um that I like. So if I'm holding the beer like this, uh, where I'm about to drink it, right? So I can go. Right. Boom. And then you see it. I'm not very good at this camera stuff yet. So, but I can have it here. <laughs> I can take a drink. Oh, big drink. Right. And so it's very easy for me to just hit it right in the camera. So. And not with this camera stuff so much, but overall, I think that's pretty. And, and it's it's by chance, I know, but it's it's pretty cool when whether you're drinking it and you've got the it shows up on the side where you can do this, mm. and you see the logo, which you can't hear, but when you drink it like this, you sure can. Right, you get that logo. Oh yeah, important placement of the uh, how the lid's placed. Anyway. Uh, no, I like this a lot. Um, um, you know, I think I think it's got the 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 moderate lager flavoring uh, intensity, whatever you want to call it. It's right. it's in it's in the middle. It's got the, it's got a, a nice caramel, grainy, bready type pretzely uh, smells going on. Um, got a good firm malt backbone. Um, it drinks like a good Oktoberfest beer. I really like it. Um, I'd probably mm. give this one an eight and a half out of 10. Um, it's really darn good. Uh, especially, especially for the style of beer. No, absolutely. You know, I, for me, it comes in at 28 IBUs mm -hmm. and I think that's a, a little bitter for this style of beer. Is that right? I mean, I think that's the top end, you know, it's not, I mean, so I'm not, you're the IPA guy, right? I think if you're going toward that style, that's a lower end IPA, but it's also got other things going on with it. But with a lager, it's, you know, because there's, you know, it's, it's, it's different yeast and it's, you know, all that kind of stuff. I think the IBUs may hit a little differently. It's almost like, you know, how you get a double IPA and the IBUs spike up, but the taste right. and how it hits you is a lot different just because of the, you know, the, the alcohol content, the di different flavors you're getting um, and the intensities of those flavors, all those kind of things. So, right. Uh, so while the IBA, IBUs may be higher than what I would think is normal for a lager, then, but it tastes fine. It's, I mean, it's got a very, very slight bitterness to, to me. Um, I think that's a little bit on the, on the after, Ooh, excuse me, to after on, after, on the aftertaste. <laughs> right and no no you know i don't mind the high ibu count um i think that's one of the reasons i like this you know this particular beer is because it does have a bit more bitter in it than what i'm used to in a lager you know the abv is on point 5.5 percent you know with this one mike i'm taking your game here the carbonation for me um it, i think i could use a little more carbonation overall um but still it's still very crisp very clean crisp easy to drink um, so easy. I'll, I'll give it an eight out of ten. 
Um, that's where it hits for me. So very solid, respectable score for me. Um, but what what food would you pair this with, Mike? I want to know what you'd eat with this. Can I go back to the carbonation thing a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think that's why I like it a little bit better. So I think it is a little, the carbonation's a little, uh, I don't want to say light. I don't know if it's lighter. It's not as carbonated, right? But I think that works well for some of these type beers because this is definitely a beer you want to have more than one or two of, right? Oh, true. Or carbonation uh, will settle easier with your stomach. So you get a little bit of less carbonation. Still tastes pretty good. I think that, you know, more carbonation, you know, might taste fine, but it wouldn't be make it as a, you wouldn't be able to take it down as many, maybe. Not as crushable. No, I'm with yeah. you. That's, that's a good point. So for me, when I drink a beer like this, I always think of like uh, schnitzel, brats, burgers, those types of foods. So I guess what I'm thinking with this is probably a good old fashioned, heavy duty, thick bacon cheeseburger. No, there you go. Yeah. I mean, just something, you know, like um, a nice thick burger patty with some real strong, sharp cheddar cheese and some thick cut peppercorn bacon, that kind of stuff. Right, right. But with a lot of a lot of serious flavors going on, and I think this would go well with it. Hmm. There you go. So what about you? So I was thinking, uh, I'm on the I'm on the same path with you. So you've heard of Five Guys Burgers and Fries, I'm sure, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have them here. Yeah. And so not this is not a paid endorsement, Mike. This is just, you know, me talking about a place I like to go eat. Um, I'm a huge fan of their double cheeseburgers with the grilled onions and jalapenos and A1 sauce. Oh, yeah. I really like A1 sauce on their burgers. And uh, for me, I think this is a great beer to go with, you know, how I get my Five Guys burger done. Yeah, no, I'm all in. That's what I want with this. Yep. So, Amen, brother. So, yeah, any burger would work with this. But, again, that's the one I want with this beer. Yeah. So, uh, as as I finished up my lager, I realized that I still have my IPA in front of me. I still got it. Yes. I'm about to crack this baby open. It's the IPA unlike any other. Yeah. And so, Mike, before we drive on, I need to ask you a serious question. Yeah, ask me a serious question. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us through that short commercial break. Mike, are you ready to dive into our second beer? Look who's back. Back again. IPA is back because it's awesome. Ray, let's let's crack these and cheers. Yes. One. Two, three. Oh, snap. The cheers. Cheers, brother. Yeah, man. So I follow a guy on Twitter and Instagram, uh, Michael Biggers. Uh, he's out of Louisville. Right. And he tuned into the live stream on your channel the other day when we were there. Oh, that's right. I remember seeing him. Yeah. And he seems like I've never met him in real life, but he seems like a nice guy. But he calls everybody brother or brother uh, on everything, right? Uh, and he seems super cool. But just since I've been reading his tweets over and over and over again, I found myself saying it in everyday life. So, up, my, brother, yeah, my daughter this morning was like, <laughs> she asked him about NTI with, with, for, for her homeschooling stuff. I was like, you got that right, brother. 
And I was like, number one, I'm white. <laughs> and number two, like she's mixed race. Uh, but I was sitting there saying, why on earth am I saying this? And it's because I'm reading his darn tweets all the time. <laughs> so anyway, hats off to him. Yeah, the he's, subtle he's, power of suggestion, right? Yeah, he's a, he's a social he's a social media influencer now. He's influencing me. Yes, he is. Hey, he's done his job and done it well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he seems like a super nice guy. Uh, I'm gonna try to get him on a guest, get him on as a guest sometime. Oh, nice. So, yeah, super cool. He's What's a huge doing, advocate man? for crap. So excellent. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. Uh, so we're drinking. Mm. The IPA, unlike any other, by Blue Point Brewing. So Blue Point Brewing is in where? Uh, Patchogue, New York. Patchogue, New York. Yes. And, you know, you can find these folks if you go to Facebook and Instagram at Blue Point Brewing. Twitter, because they have a shortened handle. It's like Blue Point Brew or something like that. But go check them out. Um if you want to learn more about the beers, they've got a lot of stuff on the a lot of information on the their different beers, the toasted lager which we just had right, and we we both thought very highly of it because it's, it's really good, and uh, now the IPA. So, because IPAs yes. are your bag, I'm gonna let you take some drinks while I read the blurb about it. How's that? No, that where I've been I've been enjoying this already, dude. I'm I'll just say it up front. I'm a fan. All right, like I've, I've so, taken a few sips. So. Dude. So it, it, because I have a, a face for podcasting, right? I've been practicing this in a city as unique as New York. Blue Point is introducing a unique IPA to match. Taking cues from the popular New England style with a Blue Point twist. Clucking in at 6% ABV. This beer is a rarity. Featuring the best attributes from different IPA styles. Tropical hop aroma a juicy mouthfeel, and low bitterness. All of these characteristics make it a balanced and easy to drink, just like the rest of our portfolio. That wasn't bad, right? That was phenomenal. Voice actor, here I come! You're, you're a natural, Mike. I don't know about that. I have a, I have a friend that does uh, like voice acting for money. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I can't act. This is my real voice. You know, like and I, props to them because I think it takes a lot of talent, but I don't know why they call it voice acting. Like, you know, but maybe that's the way to give them the, the kudos they deserve. Right. Because I know right. it takes a lot of talent. Um, so anyway, what do you think about this IPA? Uh, one, I'm a big fan. Um, so already I'm, I'm really enjoying this. It's uh, only 40 IBUs, which is great. That's that's a solid number for an IPA. I, I prefer more bitterness out of an IPA, but this, it works well. The hoppiness, the citrus notes really shine through in a big way for me, and I, I like that. Uh, this is classified as a New England-style IPA. I think that's why the, we see you know the bitters down a little bit, only pinging 40 IBUs. Um. So I didn't see what hops they put into this beer, but off the top, I'm, I'm going to guess that they use Citra uh, or maybe some Mosaic just on the 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 flavors and the notes I'm getting out of this. Yeah, the smell is is on point. The aroma, I say the smell. The aroma is on point. It uh, 
I don't get any citrus notes out of the aroma, but the, the bitters I get when I take it in totally match. Uh, the mouthfeel is is perfect on this for me. It's a, It feels heavy. It's a full-bodied beer, right? It's not a light beer at all. It's It's got that heaviness or that punch I'm looking for. I always talk about being punched in the tongue. And uh, I get that with this beer. My taste bros are swimming happily in it. So the hops that are that are in the IPA, unlike any other. Mm. So you got one right. It is Citra. Okay. Denali and El Dorado is the third. So there's only three. There's Denali, Citra, okay. and El Dorado. All right. I didn't know that. I looked it up while you were uh, talking about your IPA. Ah, gotcha. I want to sound like uh, I just knew it off the top of my head. I tasted it, and I could tell you that it's got a fine mix. No, blended very well. Uh, as soon as you said Denali, I'm like, ah, that makes sense. So three three classic, very well-known hops that go into an IPA. And I should have looked that up beforehand, Mike. That should be my thing, being an IPA guy, is to know the hops that are in this. Um, I guess I'm not a – I don't consider myself a hop head, you know, like some IPA connoisseurs, it just tends to be what my my taste buds gravitate towards. But I've drank, a, I've consumed many many IPAs, um, and this one really speaks to my taste bros. And I like that it's light enough I could have more than one. And I always talk about the heaviness, you know, that, the, the bloating and just how they sit after you consume them. I could probably go for two or three of these before I tap out. You know, just be done drinking beer for the night and move on to a lighter style. Not me. I this is one and done. Um... And not because it's bad. It's just because it's IPAs are they're just heavier for me. Like overall, my taste buds are just maxed out after one usually. Gotcha. Um, so I'm get, I'm getting a lot of pineapple and flowers, um, which isn't too bad, right? Right. Um, so the pineapple coming from the citra, you know, the flowery stuff. Um, I, I mean, it doesn't taste bad. It tastes good. Um, you know, I would probably yeah. give it for me somewhere around like a seven. Um, and that's mostly because, uh, while it tastes good, uh, it, and I, I could have another one, I guess, but it just doesn't stand out. Um, so it's, the reason it's getting as high as it is, is because it's well-balanced and it, it, the flavor is even throughout, you know, from the, from the front to the back, that flavor is pretty even. It's pretty pleasantly, uh, you know, accentuated throughout the, the, the taste and all that kind of stuff. And it doesn't. The, the flowers and the pineapple that I'm getting gently fade away as you're done. So, I mean, like, as right. far as, like, the, the the craft of the beer, it's done well. There's just nothing super special about it. And that's not that's not saying anything bad, right? Right. So. Still a solid beer, just nothing that just makes you think it's over the top for your taste buds. Especially if they and, – and, you know, we're drinking out of can, obviously, right? So, right. Um, especially if you're classifying this as a New England, man – I think that's a tough category to really be innovative and stand out among the crowd. Yeah. And, uh, to, and, and I'd have to, you know, it's, it's hard for me not being an IPA guy. I don't drink those on the reg outside of the podcast. Right. So for me, um, especially to stand out when I don't have very many of them. And when I do, it's on here when we're trying some of the better beers. Right. 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 It has to really stand out. No, that That's makes all. sense. Yeah. So anyway, go ahead. Uh, give us your rating and give us the deets. 
Yeah, so for me, I would give this an eight out of ten. Um, where I'm, I'm a traditional IPA guy. New England IPAs are a nice change of pace for me. If I want something, if I'm going for like a heavier dinner and I want to have something lighter, yeah. you know, because sometimes heavy on heavy it might taste good, but you know, I'm pushing forty. I don't always like the after effects of that. Um, so I would go with a lighter meal with something, even with this. Um, for being a, a New England style, it's got some of those extra punches that I do like. Um, but for me, this is a good daytime like sandwich meal. I mean, not just like a, you know, two slices of flatbread and a little meat and cheese. That's like a substantial, you know, like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a grinder, you know, going to go New England terms here. I just want a fat grinder or a hero sandwich. You know, if you're from the Pennsylvania area, just something loaded thick with some good Genoa salami. You know, get some nice provolone cheese. And, uh, so, you, you know, you, you're picking up when I'm laying down. Get sure, some black absolutely. olives going on there, some jalapenos, maybe a pepperoncini, and uh, some Utz chips. I'm going to call out Utz. So, I've never heard of Utz chips. Oh, man. East Coast branded potato chips, bro. Okay. Yeah. So, U T T S? U T S? U T Z. Oh, U T Z. Okay. <laughs> Get it oh, out of there, mercy Ray. me. Let those, demons, let those demons loose. Ooh, no, those aren't demons. So, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I, I'm a vapor, Mike. I vape. You know, I gave up smoking cigarettes years ago, but now I get my nicotine through one of these. I know it's still bad, but it's better than two packs a day of the Marlboros. Bad, Ray. So, but I, I still get some of the, I still cough a little as a result. Oh, I, I've, I've been coughing. You know, uh, it's kind of tough because of this COVID-19 stuff, but. I've just got seasonal allergies and I've always had them and oh. whatnot. So I get spring and everything's blooming up here. Oh gosh. I'm around going, I'm trying not to cough because people are going to like, you know, stare at me like, what the heck? Oh, right. So, uh, I've been trying to, you know, keep it, but I, I, I've been wearing a mask everywhere I go, to be honest, just for my oh, safety. And else. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I've been trying to keep the cough down, but mm. I want to tell people like, I promise I don't feel bad. Other than the fact that I've got seasonal allergies and that sucks. Yeah. And it's the same here. Like I was at, at the grocery store getting essentials yesterday. Um, my wife and I were, were taking turns going, you know, week after week. Um, like she, she went into the stores last weekend. I went in yesterday. There's a lot of stores, at least here in the Tulsa metro area, are limiting, you know, to one person at a time entering the store so they can keep the, you know, numbers of people down. Um, and I had a cough, you know, my head off yesterday, again, seasonal allergies, dude, I sneezed a couple of times and then, and then coughed a bit and I felt like everybody was staring at me and, uh, it's like, I'm sorry. Of course, I've got a big face mask on, um, and whatnot, but it's like, I'm with you, man. It's that time of year. I'm hella allergic to, uh, oh my gosh, everything cottonwood trees. Yeah. And uh, I have two, you've been, you've been to my house. I've got two gargantuan cottonwood trees in my backyard. So even inside the house with the great filtration system I have in my central, you know, um, heat and air system, I I'm getting beat up right now. So is what it is, but, uh, it's like, whatever, I'm still going to get my beanie weenies in, uh, my crab legs. Cause they're on sale right now for 1498 a pound. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. My, mom was, my mom was allergic to cottonwood and uh, when it was blooming and man her eyes would swell shut and all kinds of stuff it was crazy right uh, so uh i think with the food pairing for this i'm going to go along with you actually i think i'm going to go with a 
with some kind of sub, some kind of grinder. Um, you know, I think I could be swayed a couple different ways, but um, when I think when I think of like something that would go with with this, I think of like the Italian sub at Subway, and I'm not saying I'd go to Subway, but something along those lines, which you yeah. mentioned, you know, it's got the, the salami, the pepperoni, and all that kind of stuff. So I think that would taste well. Um, so I give it a seven. You gave it an eight and eight and a half. Which give it an eight. I think eight, I gave okay. it an eight. Yeah. Okay. So overall, um, I just want to say that, you know, uh, these are these, both been great beers for us, right? Um, the, the Toasted Lager, which is their flagship, is a gold medal winner, you know, at the, do you say the World Beer Festival, I think? Yes. Um, obviously a, a great beer. It tastes fine. We both gave it pretty high ratings. We put it on our bucket list. The IPA, like any other um, we both, you gave it a, I gave it a seven, you gave it an eight. So overall it scores really well too. So I think, you know, the good thing is, is you knew these were pretty good beers when you picked them out anyway. Yeah. So, you know, we had a good idea, like many of the other beers we tried, we had a good idea. These were going to score pretty well for us, but the, un, the IPA, unlike any other, and the toasted lager, both by Blue Point Brewing, making on our craft beer bucket list of beers you got to try before, before you die. You die. Absolutely. So, Ray, any closing comments before we wrap this up? I mean, this has been a pretty good podcast. No, absolutely, man. I I look forward to this. We record on Mondays. We don't make that a secret. I look forward to this time with you, Mike, and uh, trying these beers. And a lot of them, you know, we've both tried before, and we know we're going to like it before we present it um, to our audience here. Uh, but I know you haven't had either one of these before. I'd only had one before. Um, so the toasted lager, this was a brand new try for me. Uh, so big, big fan of that. Like I said, uh, that's not normally my style, but I really enjoyed that. So, but I definitely encourage folks, if you make it out to Long Island, head out to Patchogue and get to the Blue Point Brewing Company. Um, you know, even though they've they've signed up with one of the big names, they started small. You know, two guys um, saw a need for a craft brewery out on Long Island. They were one of the first, if not the first, and uh, they did well for themselves. So two guys with a passion for beer, boom, made it big. So I think that says a lot about the recipes, you know, how they, they brew the beer. Uh, they love the community. Um, they do a lot of stuff locally, and I think that's super awesome. So not only check out the beers if you can, visit the brewery, man. Show them some local love. Toast lager. IPA. Hmm. Don't they look good side by side? They do. Yeah. A good shot. Yeah. Mm. So great overall. Great podcast. I'll uh, I'll say thank you, everybody, and I'll let you talk about social media and uh, take this out. Absolutely. So, everybody, thank you so much for checking out Season 2, Episode 2 of Craft Beer Bucket List. So, hopefully, the video works out well. We're going to keep this format going in the future. We'd like to have the video and the audio. Mike has been posting these videos to a YouTube channel, so hopefully we'll get that up and more visible to you guys so you can see those as well. And, of course, this one where we're recording live with us on video right now as well. So, anyway, enough of us talking. If you would, please check us out on social media. You can find us at Craft Beer Bucket List on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. If you're catching us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, be sure to give us those five stars. Give us a, a thumbs up otherwise. And be sure to share this with your friends and families. Thank you again so much. We'll see you next week. And, as always, please remember to not drink and drive. And always drink local. Thank you so much. We'll see you on episode three. Adios.